They are the high kids. Your host today is Hunter. Good afternoon and welcome to the Chai Kids Show for Kids by Kids. Thank you so much for tuning on 101.9 Chai FM. My name is Hunter and I'm 10 years old and I will be hosting for you today. Coming up on Chai Kids today, I will be interviewing Babawa Mazosiwe and Moshidi Mohokulushi. They are from Southern Mapping and they are cartographers. Also on the show, I have a riddle to challenge your mind, a tongue twister to challenge your tongue, and at the end of the show, listen out for Montgomery joins in the search of the, for the lost world of fantasy, stories, and audiobooks. They are really interesting and super amazing. You can, get, you can also get the full stories on Mr. Productions channel on YouTube or on the website www.mrproductions.com. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss this kids show. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and is charged at 1 Rand 50. You can send me a telegram on 0618951019 and please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. I repeat, 010-140-3020. Get ready for a jam-packed show on Chai Kids today. Chai Kids. For kids, by kids. They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is Hunter. This is Chai Kids. For kids, by kids. My name is Hunter and I'm your host for today. Before we start the interview with Babawa and Moshidi, they are cartographers. Today's riddle is four, four legs up, four legs down, soft in the middle, hard all around. What am I? I repeat, four legs up, four legs down, soft in the middle, hard all around. What am I? If you know the answer, please send me an SMS with the answer on 34519 or 061-895-1019. I have Babawa and Moshidi with me. They are cartographers and they are in the studio with me today. So if you have any questions for them, you can send them on, o- on 34519 and, or telegram to 061-895-1019. Good afternoon, Babawa and Moshidi. Hi, Hunter. How Hello. are you? Good, and you? I'm all right, thank you. Babawa, what is a cartographer? Well, a cartographer in simple terms is someone who draws maps. Um, Mosh, do you want to add on? Yeah, you basically just draw maps, produce maps from um, your imagery. Yep. That is very interesting. What would somebody use a map for? Use map for a number of reasons. Um, you use maps to find what direction you want to go in if you're traveling somewhere and you don't know which way to go. An example would be using Google Maps. Um, so your parents, for example, if they don't know where to go, they would just punch in the address and then Google Maps would direct them um, to the des- destination that they want to go to. Um, another way of using maps is to just understand the area of study that you are working with. So if there's a project that you want to know where the schools are located, where the robots or the roads are located, you can actually use a map to uh, look for that location. Yep. Thank you. How do you make a map? 
We make a map from imagery. So we have satellite imagery that is captured from space. And with that imagery, we actually draw the boundaries. So from that imagery, you can see the buildings, you can see the roads, you can see the water bodies, and you literally just draw boundaries in 2D structure. And you can see that, yep. You literally draw anything you want to put on the map. So it all depends what you, what you want to store on that, on that map, and then you just draw that specific thing. What made you guys choose this career path? Oh, yeah. Um, I like to interact with my surroundings, and being a cartographer allows me to do that. Um, and in order to be a cartographer, you have to know quite a bit about geography. So I took an interest in geography from when I was really young, which was a very long time ago. So ever since I took an interest, I've always stuck with it. Um, and it's always changing, always evolving. So um, I always get to see what's happening around me and use that and interact with it every day. Um, I think from a young age, my parents used to travel a lot. They'd wake up one day and then you say, we are going to Cape Town. And because now, we did not have any Google Maps. We didn't have anything digital. So we used to have those hard paper, hard copy maps to navigate from one place to another. So just our journey through South Africa would use these hard copy maps, and it was very interesting. So I fell in love with, with that whole traveling and using a map to navigate from one point to another, seeing mountains, you know, your, your river bodies and everything like that. So that was actually interesting, and I wanted to make it a career. Why is it called reading a map? It is a skill. So it's not just a picture. You have to derive information from that. So that's you reading uh, a map. You need to understand what's on the map. You need to understand the legends, the direction, where you're going to start and where you're going to go. So it's just a skill that you need to have. So that's why it's reading a map. Yeah, so on every map, there's different symbols that represent different things. So you need to understand what each symbol means. So from looking at the simple picture, you're able to understand what the map is telling you. So that's why we say reading a map. When someone uses a map, is there something they have to do for every step? Essentially, yes. You need to understand when you're looking at a map, where you are situated in that map and where you want to go. So you need to understand which direction to go. Is there a route? Is there a road? Is there a gravel road? Are you going to travel by water? So you need to understand all those steps first before you can actually use that map. Yeah, you also need to make sure that you're using the correct map for the purpose that you want to achieve. Um, you also need to understand the different symbols that are on the map so that you can know where to go, what to do, what's around you and stuff like that. Also, when you read a map, you can't just read it in any direction. So situated in each map, usually the top corner would be a north arrow, which shows you which direction to place the map. And then you can work your way from there. What kind of maps do you provide? There are different maps that we provide in our company, but essentially there are maps that show the provincial boundaries or um, boundaries of the countries. There are maps that show where the buildings are located, where the roads are located. There are maps that show the physical entities of the landscape, which are your mountains, your river bodies, and so forth. There's also maps that show temperature, that show rainfall, that show how many people in the world exist and where they all situated. So it all depends on what information you're looking for. And then you can customize a map to 
show that information for whoever wants to um, acquire that map. What do you use maps for? There's so many different reasons, like we just said. Um, one of them being the rainfall map. If you want to study the average rainfall in South Africa, for example, if you want to see um, how, like, which places have the most rain throughout the year, and then that map would gather all of that information over a certain period of time, and then whoever is is the cartographer would then display that information on a map for whoever wants to use it. Also, there's direction, where you want to go. Um, if you're lost, you can just punch it into Google Maps these days and then it'll tell you where to go. So yeah, those are just a few examples of how to use maps. But like I said, there's a number of reasons depending on what you want to do. And you can, you can just look for a map that provides that information. What type of services do you offer? Um, we offer basically LIDAR, that's um, a very intense technology. We also provide satellite imagery and aerial imagery. Do you, want, do you understand what those are? And um, we also provide GIS services, which is basically um, a section of cartography where we actually draw maps for clients and uh, supply those, those maps to clients. We also recently um, provided um, some drone work, which we call UAV work. Um, so yeah, that's also really, really cool. What challenges do cartographers face? It's mostly not being able to access really good uh, data sets. That is really good imagery to use because we need really good imagery to draw on these maps and to actually have uh, draw your buildings and your roads. So um, the problem now is that data is very expensive, so it's actually hard to acquire such data. And sometimes the, the, the imagery that we have is not really of good quality. So it's actually hard for you to draw buildings or to see where the rivers are because of the quality of those imagery. Um, we also face the challenge of finding data that is up to date because things are changing every day on like on our earth so you could draw a map today and then in about six months things would have changed in that certain area so keeping up with the times can be a challenge it's also time consuming um, you need to be a person who's quite patient and is focused on detail so that you don't miss anything and make your map as accurate as possible um, so that yeah you just produce the best quality what makes a good cartographer it is mostly that you need to be creative and also have attention to detail because it's very important that you actually spot every single thing that you see on an image. So if you miss stuff and a surveyor would get there and realize that there's actually a river, but you did not draw that river, it's a problem for the planet. So you need to be creative. You need to pay attention to what you're doing as well. What skills does a cartographer need? Attention to detail, uh, patience, yeah, and understanding what you're doing as well can be very beneficial instead of just sitting and drawing and not knowing what the purpose is for. Um, so, yeah, those are the things I can think of off the top and of my head. And also you need to really love uh, geography. You need to really love physics and mathematics as well because uh, you need to understand how to observe things in 3D spatially. So if you don't understand that, then you won't be able to actually draw a map or understand what you're doing. Do you need to study geography to become a cartographer? 
Yep, it's the most important subject f- to become a cartographer. I only came across the the real hi- study of cartography when I did my honors degree. And in order to do my honors degree, I had to do a geography degree. So geography is the main, main subject for cartography. Yeah, I think it's essentially just uh, geography, but it's essential to actually have mathematics as well for analytics and to understand what you're doing. Yep. What specifically did you study in, in geography? There is quite a lot of things that you study in geography, um, but it's more than actually just understanding maps. We study the environment, we study landscapes, we study people, how they interact with the environment. We study how economics also influences, um, you know, geography. Um, yeah, there's there's quite a lot that goes into geography. It's more than one would think coming from um, high school. You actually, yeah, learn a lot. How does a cartographer use geography? Um, using, for example, with geography, with uh, map work, um, we'd study that and how to understand maps and the different elements that make up a map. So with that understanding, you take that into cartography and use that to create your maps. Um, So that's where geography, I would say, is quite important. Yeah, essentially, because if you are on a road, you are just seeing things from a different uh, direction. You are not seeing the mountain or the river from the top. So it's essential for you to understand a 3D dimension of um, how the world is made up, how the landscape is made up. And if you understand that, you can actually take that 3D image and put it on a map, which is 2D. How long did it take for you guys to qualify? <laughs> oh, took it's us... Well, there's first high school. You need to finish high school. Um, and then you do a university degree, which can vary from three to four years. And then if you want to go further, you could do an honors degree, which varies from one to two years. Um, and then if you really want, you can push yourself, go master's and then PhD as well. Um, and then with that, we also got jobs where we practice being cartographers. So we pick up more skills that they don't really teach us in school. So then that creates a whole lot of knowledge that we now know today. But essentially just, yeah, high school, doing geography in high school and um, doing a diploma degree in geography and cartography. How did your career start? It's an opportunity. (laughs) Wilpert hired me and uh, I didn't know much then and they trained me to get where I am right now. And it took, yeah, I've been with the company for four years now and we learn every day. It's not just doing one thing every single day. There's different things that we learn, so yeah. What was your guys' first job? My first job was a geographical information systems tutor. Yeah, in, in, in honors, um, I did it down in Port Elizabeth. So I was just helping out with the second and third years doing their practicals so yeah it was like more like a part-time job while i was still studying but my first real job was with another company um up here in johannesburg um also doing similar thing but more professional 
um, and I was more hands-on this time. So, yeah. It's the same with me. I was a tutor. They call it a practical demonstrator in uh, university, uh, tutoring uh, second and third years. And then after that, I was employed at a environmental and geographical uh, consulting company and until I got to where I am right now. Is there another word for a cartographer? We call it a digital mapper. Yeah, digital mapper, detail mapper, um, basically a mapper because you create maps. So, yeah. Have you only used maps in South Africa or in other countries as well? Um, we use quite a few countries, actually. I think mainly in high school, it was more focused on South Africa um, in order for you to understand um, the surroundings and, and keep it familiar. Um, but as I got into um, the professional industry, we started using maps from countries from all over the world. So it, it all depends what you, what you want to do and what you're hired for. Yeah, same thing, yeah. That is definitely very interesting. On that note, let's take a song break and we will be back soon. Hi kids, for kids, by kids. They are the Hi Kids. Your host today is Hunter. This is Hi Kids, for kids, by kids. My name is Hunter and you are still listening to the Hi Kids show on 101.9 Hi FM. Before we carry on with our interview with Babawa and Moshidi, our cartographers, our tongue twister for today is, you know New York, you need New York. I repeat, it is, you know you know you New York, you need New York. A bit later, you can call me on 010-140-3020 to see if you can say it faster than me. I have Babawa and, Moshi- and Moshidi in the studio with me. If you have... Any questions for them, you can send an SMS to 34519 or telegram to 061-895-1019 or call 010-140-3020. Now let us carry on with our questions. How do you start drawing a map? Well, you first need to pick a location. Um, That's the most important one and actually understand what you are trying to achieve from drawing that map and then once you have that map you need to get the information and the imagery that you're going to use to start drawing the map Um, and then afterwards start drawing you start drawing you start putting in the the details that you want to put in and then at the end you would add the important elements of of having of, of a map um, being such like a, a title, a north arrow, a scale, and the scale being map distance um, in relation to um, the actual distance, um, the author, um, neat line, um, and the date. Um, so, yeah, that's how you would start by drawing a map. What do you use to draw a map? We use different softwares. To draw maps, um, we've come so far now, we've gone super digital. Um, so we would do it on a computer where we would put all our imagery in and into the software and then we would draw um, the different shapes and um, lines and, and, and polygons and everything that we need to draw a map. 
Do you use any type of program, system, or technology? Yeah, we use, um, there's a lot of GIS softwares that we use, but mostly it is ArcGIS and uh, QGIS as well. And um, we also use a CAD uh, system, which is computer-aided design, to draw maps using that. Has cartography changed over th the past 50 years? Definitely. <laughs> We've moved from um, using hard copy maps to using digital maps. So that's changed a lot. So that's technology entirely. So yeah, it has changed quite a lot. Yeah, we've gone from having paper maps to doing maps on our computers and now we can even store them on our cell phones. So we've come pretty far in terms of the development of, of map creation. Are there different areas of expertise in being a cartographer, for example, specializing in land or space? Essentially, because we have people who draw maps for different reasons. The people who draw maps uh, for mining areas, there's people who draw maps for construction, so when you have a development, so you need to map the area as well. So you'd be more specialized to someone who actually uh, draws maps for um, mining areas, for example, yep. Do you specialize in any area or have a favorite one? No, we do anything we're given, really. So we don't have a favorite one just yet. I think I actually love developments, seeing <laughs> houses. <laughs> I love seeing houses, you know, big houses. It's, it's exciting. Yeah. How long have you guys been a cartographer for? Uh, since I started studying. I think as soon as you start studying to be a cartographer, you qualified. But you pick up a lot of things as you, you practice because um, you draw maps from the very beginning and learn the history about each map and then you add on to that as you, you, you move into your professional career. So it's been years. Eight years. Uh, yeah, you, you eight years. Yeah. I'm more like five, six or something like that. Yeah. What do you guys do for fun? Oh, hiking. Hiking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hiking involves being around nature, um, outdoors. Um, you get to, to see different things, interact with the earth, climb rocks, cross high, high bridges. Biggest fear. So, yeah, hiking being one of them, um, hanging out with friends. Um, hanging out with family, um, yeah, spending time with people that, like, I enjoy spending time with. I, I love also traveling. I love seeing different places. I love just waking up and deciding, I want to go actually explore a different uh, place because we are always in the city. We don't know the beauty that is around, you know. So I love traveling and exploring. If you chose another kind of career, what would it have been? Uh, flying airplanes. I think everybody knows that one. <laughs> um, I wanted to be a doctor, actually. But I'm afraid of blood, so no. I think this is a safe <laughs> route to take. <laughs> have you ever made incorrect maps? Yes. Yes, we have. A number of times. Um, it's, it's easier than you think. Um, you could have a specific location that you focused on, but then in the software, you put it somewhere else in the world. Um, so there's 
those type of mistakes that you can make. Um, you could draw a shape incorrectly. You could draw a road incorrectly. So it's easy to make mistakes if you're not focused. Do you track terrain changes? Definitely. We call it uh, surface changing, mostly in mines, where we want to see how um, the mine has changed over a period of time. Also, also with uh, rivers as well, to see changes in rivers, because rivers actually uh, move around and shift. So we track how uh, a river moves around. And we also, with development as well, seeing that before there were no houses that were in an area, and then uh, over time, there were buildings and hospitals and everything like that. So we track such things with maps. How often are maps? How often are maps updated? Um, not as often as they should be, um, because acquiring the data is not um, always cost effective, um, depending on what you want to do. Um, so, yeah, it's every couple of years. Um, if if possible. I think also it depends on what you want to monitor. It's very important in the mining area that you need to monitor that area constantly. So if it means every month you actually do a survey and you do the map of that area every month, it's very important. For example, there was um, um, a mine that, the mine wall that fell in Yachaspontein in Free State a couple of weeks ago. So if you do not mo monitor such things, you end up um, getting such things happening where things fall and there's flooding and houses around there are actually destroyed because um, maps are not updated uh, frequently. Can you tell us about your experience as a cartographer? It is very interesting seeing the world on a computer screen. It's very exciting. It feels like you're traveling the world but you're just sitting there just looking at the computer screen. So that's actually very in interesting and exciting. Yeah, you don't always have to go outside. You don't have to pay for expensive flight tickets. You just put in the location on Google Maps and it will just jump you right there. Um, so it's it's pretty interesting to see um, different parts of the world without physically being there, um, just in front of your computer. Um, and just seeing how we interact with the world as well and how we use these maps to change certain things and develop certain things. So it's pretty cool to be part of an industry that, that takes part in such things. Why are maps so important? Maps are important to monitor, again, like we said, um, to monitor everything that's happening on the Earth's surface because we can't always physically be there. So we would just get the data, put it on a map, and then study it and see how to move forward from there. Um, so, yeah. And also for navigation as well. Imagine if we did not have any Google Maps. You wouldn't know how to get here because I didn't even know where this place is. So with Google Maps, I was able to just plug in the location and actually get here. So that's very important and very useful. Has your career taken you to different parts of Africa and the world? Uh, not yet, but hopefully we'll be able to do such things. Um, I know quite a few people who have done such stuff, so... Um, we are definitely working towards being part of that group someday. Essentially, on 2D, on a, on a computer, <laughs> you see the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we haven't actually traveled outside that much. 
Who has inspired you in your life? Um, I would say, well, it's no one famous, just my mother. <laughs> yeah, that's the only person I can think of. Um, she works hard, so naturally I was just like, I'm going to be like you, so I'm going to work just as hard, if not more, um, and just make you proud. Yeah, she, she supports my dream. Like, she probably did not understand what I was studying, but she supported that, and um, I think that's very motivational for you. If someone supports your dream, you can do anything you want to do in the world. And yeah, that's my mom. What would you li guys like to be known for? Ooh, that's a deep one. Um, I don't know. I would just like to leave my mark somehow. I really don't know how. Um, uh, <laughs> that's very difficult. What would I want? Um, I think um, a v an educator, someone who leads as well, um, someone you can actually come to if you have any questions, if you're curious about something. Um, I want to be that person that you can actually go to and ask these questions. Yeah. Known as someone who is one with the people, just where people feel like they have a safe space to come and talk to you, being a leader, being motivational, um, someone that people can follow, even with the small things. On that note, let's take a quick song break and I will count how many times you guys can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. You can call now on 010-140-3020. Hi kids, for kids, by kids. They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is Hunter. This is Chai Kids for Kids Bar Kids. My name is Hunter and I'm 10 years old. Are you ready for the tongue twister? This is how it works. You can call us on 010-140-3020 and I'll count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. Ha. What Hello? is your name? Abby. Hello, Avi. Do you want to do the tongue twister? Yeah. Okay, I'll count. Um. Wait. Um. Hello. Um. Can I please be reminded what the tongue twister is? It's uh. You do you, we you know New York. You need New York. Okay. Oh, three, two, one, go. Do you know New York? Do you need New York? Do you know New York? Do you need New York? Do you know New York? Do you need New York? Do you know New York? Do you need New York? Do you know New York? Do you know... Do you need New York? Do you know New York? Do you need New York? You did it five times. Good job. Thank you. I will start. Are you ready? Three, two, one. Do you know New York? You need New York. 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 Do we have... Do we have any callers for the tongue twister? If not, let's do it with Bab Balwa and Moshidi. Vusi, please start the timer. You know New York, you need New York. 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 You know New York, you need This is more hard than I thought. You did it seven times. Good job.
You know New York, you need New York. 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 You know New York, you know New York. Good job, you did eight times. Well done. On that note, let's go for a song break. Hi kids, for kids, by kids. They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is Hunter. This is Chai Kids for Kids Bar Kids. My name is Hunter and I'm 10 years old. Thank you, Avi, for trying. And to Babawa and Moshidi. Now let's wrap up the riddle. Remember, it was four legs up, four legs down. Soft in the middle, hard all round. What am I? Do we have any callers for the riddle? If not, then I will let you know what the answer is. Drum rolls, please. A bed. Well done to everyone who tried, and thank you for playing. This has been Car Kids for Kids Bar Kids. My name is Hunter, and I would like to say thank you to my guest Babawa and Moshidi for coming on Car Kids. To my producer Senna and Vusi for pressing the big red button. Remember to show, listen and out for Montgomery Jones and the search of for the lost world of fantasy stories and audiobooks. Right after this, they are really interesting and super amazing. You can also get the full stories on Mr. Projections, the YouTube channel on YouTube or on the website www.miststopproductions.com. Join us tomorrow for another Kha Kids show only on 101.9 Chai FM. Bye kids.